The poem, Battle for the Mind, highlights the techniques used by organizations to control individuals' thoughts and beliefs through brainwashing methods such as confession, indoctrination, and physical control. The poem emphasizes that these methods are not new, but have been used in the past with Stalin's rule and based on the history of Inquisition. The poem also provides an overview of how these techniques work to make individuals weak mentally and emotionally by causing anxiety, guilt, tension, and confusion. It explains that through physical debilitation and mental exhaustion, individuals may change their beliefs. The poem suggests that the key to resisting brainwashing is to focus on something else rather than cooperating with the organization's methods. In conclusion, Battle for the Mind highlights the importance of protecting one's mind from such manipulative techniques by focusing on something true and dear and letting imagination conquer all fear. Now the poem by Clayton Carroll. Battle for the Mind. Confession. In a land of fear and oppression, you may find yourself in chains. Methods used to elicit confessions are harsh and filled with pains. Anxiety and guilt are key to make your mind feel trapped, inducing states of mental conflict, to make your thoughts unraveled and unwrapped. Your normal brain function is disturbed, to make your judgment impaired, a preference for punishment, is what they have prepared. Physiological methods are used to break down your resistance, increasing stimuli and causing immense persistence. Tension prolonged to exhaustion, your brain becomes inhibited. A variety of stimuli leaves you confused and conflicted. Physical debilitation and mental exhaustion are used to make you weak. Your brain's normal function is broken and resistance becomes meek. These methods are not new, used in the past with Stalin's rule based on the history of Inquisition, a cruel and inhumane tool. When these methods are used, your brain may change in ways, increase suggestibility or a complete reversal of beliefs and ways. Attempts are made to stabilize and prevent a return to old, but the trauma remains and the truth is often told. Indoctrination you stand before him, heart racing fast, as the words of damnation cast a shadow on your soul, a fear so real that you can almost feel the fiery hell. He speaks of salvation, an escape from fate, but only if you choose to change and accept his grace, the urgency he creates, a sense of now or never, a call to action that will make your heart quiver. He gauges your capacity, with words that cut so deep, and in an instant, you're captured, in a state of shock and sleep. He fills your mind with visions, of poverty and judgment day, a warning of the consequences, if you choose to stray. He captures your mind and implants new habits, through a tremendous assault on your emotions. With urgency and anxiety, your suggestibility increases. As you fear the alternatives, your will ceases. You enter the phase of physical control, a novice, given tasks, demeaning and dull, to break you down, to leave your past behind, and instill a sense of disillusionment in your mind. In small groups, you meet to study each day, analyzing your background, your beliefs, your way, criticism and self-criticism, the norm, competition to uncover mistakes, the storm. Physical work decreases, meetings increase, mentally and physically exhausted, no release, tensions mount, tempers flare, promising candidates sorted, while others despair. A crisis and breakdown, after six months of strain, hysteria and sobbing, a personal bane, ties with old society severed, new patterns formed, a willing mind now, newly transformed, four months more of intense work, to solidify the hold, a new way of living to learn, 
rewards given for enthusiasm and dedication, and out you go, to spread the organization's mission. Each profession and trade has its group. The training techniques used, though on a less intense scope, methods of conversion and control, inducing a dream, brainwashing in religion and politics, a disturbing theme. You lose yourself in this process, your old self a thing of the past, a new you, created in its place, a tool for the organization to use at its pace. Protect the mind. You are the one who must stand strong in the face of conversions wrong, with powerful techniques that seek to destroy the fortress of your integrity. Do not believe the lies they tell, that with proper training, all will be well, for we are continually paying the price of such mistaken judgments and advice. Look to the animals, while under stress, provide principles that show progress. Studies have shown that those who resist are harder to break than those who persist, like the dog who ignores the flashing lights and remains unaffected by the sights. So too, if you refuse to face the task, your emotional equilibrium will last. Colonel Stevens, a man of great strength, ambushed by the Gestapo in Holland's breath, chained to a wall like a dog. But his spirit and willpower were not bogged. For two long years, they sought to break him, to destroy his morale and make him dim. But he found solace in his memories, of his childhood home and all its histories. He reconstructed his house room by room, in his mind, a place of refuge and bloom, from the patterns on the wall to the ornaments on the mantle he saw. He refused to let them control his mind by focusing on something else he'd find, a way to survive, to endure the pain, and come out victorious, not in vain. For the key to resisting brainwashing is to refuse to cooperate and keep on gazing at something else, something true and dear, and let your imagination conquer all fear.